This episode of World Changing Ideas is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. I'm Talib Vizram, and you are listening to World Changing Ideas, where we investigate how leading innovators are solving our most challenging issues. This season, we're looking exclusively at climate change and what's being done to try and save the world. Hey, everybody. A few weeks ago, we put out an episode about new innovations in the dairy industry. We heard from organic dairy farmer Donald DeYoung and Stanley Janicki of Cedron Technologies. During the interview, DeYoung talked about how he hadn't actually planned on becoming an organic dairy farmer. Unfortunately, we had to cut that interview for time. So today, we wanted to revisit the topic. Here are some highlights from his chat with our producer, Avery Miles. Well, in the dairy industry, especially uh, my career, I've been in it my whole life, is really trying to, uh, how do I say it, upcycle our, our manure. And it's a great byproduct that we need for farming. But it's always been cumbersome, expensive, and messy. So... Really, it's been, I, w- I call it the holy grail of trying to find a great way of using our manure for a higher value beneficially and being able to get it on more acres. So in that pursuit, we were uh, we came across in the dairy industries and as we were searching uh, Janicki Industries, and which now is, is uh, Cedron Technologies, and they were uh, embarking on a unique, uh, I would say, uh, process. You don't know how exciting this is <laughs> for a guy that's been in, in uh, farming and, and dairy all his life and say, wow, we talked about that uh, with the Janikis and, and, and their families and they say, hey, this is really going to be a, a game changer. All the boxes that it's checking as we go across this. So, you know, being able to use that and then capturing all of the ammonia that otherwise volatilizes. OK, and today, 80 percent is probably volatilized to the atmosphere. And it's unusable, which now in the VARCOR system we capture, all right? You do a mass balance of what we're doing between human and agriculture and animal agriculture, and you start saying, hey, we're, we don't need to be importing any nitrogen fertilizer. We got enough here. And you start putting that story together and you say, and it's all economical. You're going, hmm, this is really cool. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. How's it feel to be on the forefront, the pioneers? <laughs> we didn't. I, I didn't. That wasn't the quest, okay? The quest was to find solutions for our little areas, you know, and, and also I always say it has to be economical and has to work because then if it doesn't, then it's, it's a dead end as well, all right? And this has all of those. So it, it, it makes sense economically and it's not going to increase the price of milk and it checks all the boxes for everything that else I'm trying to solve for and you go, wow, okay, this truly is, uh, you know, they would say, you know, necessity is mother invention, and, and it's here, right? And again, as as human race, and we, we develop understanding of where we're at, what we're doing, it's really exciting to be part of that. And, and now, wow, I guess I am uh, uh, in the forefront of something. Kind of cool. Yeah. This episode of World Changing Ideas is brought to you by Verizon, the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at verizon.com. 
Yeah, um, I was about to, you know, go into the more environmental aspects of this and why Donald, you decided to become uh, like more organic farm, because um, you mentioned the runoff and you know the phosphorus and the algae blooms and all of those. So, um, can you kind of walk us back and before Varcor came onto the picture, why did you decide to go organic and what's been involved in that decision making process for your farms? Sure, I. How do I say it? Organic to me was not something that I was looking for. All right. And the milk market at that time and the organic markets were starting and is our customers came to us and say, we believe that there's a market here for organic milk and we need somebody to do it. Okay. And my family, uh, we decided, okay, we're going to try this. We don't know all how it's all going to fit together and we were going to do it in a small scale. And uh, we, we took the leap. But then as we, uh, how do I say it, as we got into it and understanding it, and I don't want to disparage any other parts of agriculture here, but this is the right way to go. And I've learned a lot. And uh, to say we have to have and compromise conventional versus organic, it's, we don't understand it enough to say that we're having compromise. We don't have to. I think we can have great production healthy cows, healthy land. We just have to continue to learn what we're doing. And, and this process, again, that's what led me to the MarCore and, and, and this and say, we just keep pushing it and we're gonna, we're gonna get this right. I always say that anytime that we are hurting the environment, as soon as we know it, you know, you gotta know it first. Cause my practices, my, my grandpa did, he didn't know that he was hurting the environment, right? He didn't. And, and those were best practices a hundred years ago. And you come back now and you say, look, we understand that. And now let's figure it out. So I learned with organic, we don't need the herbicides, pesticides that we've been using. And uh, we don't have to have, I would say, uh, all the antibiotics, overuse of, of, of those um, in our herds and our cows and really focusing on prevention. And as we've, we've learned it, we have a passion for organic dairy farming for sure. No, for sure. Yeah. Incentivizing businesses and like company leaders, it's always kind of, it's always been at the, like the crux of the issue. It's like, yeah, it's, it sounds good to do these things, but like what's in it for us, right? Economically. But um, so Donald, what are some future moves for you? Um, are you, so I was reading about the foundation that you've set up. How far are you going to spread this ethos of innovative practices and sustainable farming to other farms? Like I, I guess across the world, is that right? That's our ambition. <laughs> And as time progresses here, I'll have more, uh, my wife and I will be getting on the road more. We do participate from, I would say, most of the land-grant university speaking tours and talking with folks to really working with my group of producers and select milk producers. We're about the number fourth largest cooperative in the country and really being able, I call it tip of the spear for them to follow our example. And as that goes, we will continue to roll that out and say, hey, this is a solution. We've proven it, okay? And, you know, most farmers are risk adverse, so they'd rather have somebody else jump off the cliff first, right, so to speak. <laughs> hey, he made it. It works. So I would say that is is how we are, are pushing 
of that. And then, you know, with, within our foundation, we, we have supported different extension agents in really trying to get the word out on the organic side that it's not as scary as people think it is for a whole host of producers in the country to come back and say, take another look at organic production. It, it is something that, that might fit your practices, and, and we continue to, to push that and educate that way. This discussion is, I think, I hope it captures truly the excitement and the potential of this technology to really make a lot of progress. And, I, and I'm going to say it's going to give American agriculture a nice competitive advantage as we move forward. That's all for our show today. If you liked this episode, we'd love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And let us know what you think is the next biggest world-changing idea. World-Changing Ideas is produced by Avery Miles. Mixing and sound design by Nicholas Torres. Audio supervision by Joshua Christensen. Editorial oversight from Deputy Editor Kate Davis and Senior VP of Entertainment Scott Meebus. Yeah.